Live from the Kings County Distillery Studios in New York City, it's the Hospitality Hangout Podcast with the restaurant guy and the finance guy. We've got our whiskey on the rocks ready. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. And encourage all you to share a pour at home. Because we got our Kings County right here, and I like to mix it. Jimmy, I like to mix mine with a little Pepsi. I, I think it's uh, it's a little early for the day for me personally. No, but that's why I'm we said 5 o'clock somewhere. 5 o'clock, is, but it's definitely not 5 o'clock here. But it's it is 5 o'clock somewhere. Not 5 o'clock somewhere. Let's kick it off, Jimmy. we got a great show. All right, but a shout-out to Kings County and with Pepsi, King me. That's the, that's the idea. Pepsi, Kings County, King me. All right, listen. Uh, and so I've got an issue right away, we guys. We send you a bottle. But, yeah, I, I've got nothing here. It's uh, it's in FedEx. It should be arriving any moment. Yeah, more. that's definitely a uh, that's a that's a COVID related issue. Yeah, it's COVID, probably COVID or, related. COVID related. Uh, there's also a whole uh, Ukraine uh, supply chain supply issue. Supply chain issue. A lot okay. of things going it on. Really? Uh, I'm yeah, shocked, yeah, I'm shocked yeah, that you didn't yeah. get that yet. All right, listen. Let me let let me officially welcome everybody, including our guests. Who we're going to jump in within a few moments. Formally to the hospitality hangout. As our long-term listeners know, this is a hospitality-focused podcast where the founders of branded hospitality ventures share their insights and bring technology and innovation leaders that are making things happen in the industry we love. My name is Jimmy Frischling, otherwise known as the finance guy. I'd like to introduce my partner. You already kind of introduce yourself, but Mr. Michael Schatzberg, also known as the restaurant. You never have enough introduction. Never. And thank you, uh, thank you, Jimmy, for that kind introduction. And for all those listening, feel free to call me Shatsy. Together, we're the personalities behind branded strategic hospitality. We work at the intersection of hospitality, technology, innovation, capital, and of course, burgers. We love burgers, Jimmy. Love burgers. Um, uh, we got a great, we got a great show for you, Jimmy. But before I start, there's one thing that's been on my mind, Jimmy. As an operator, yeah. As an operator, yeah. Labor, labor seems to continually to be an issue in the restaurant space. Number one or two on the Family Feud board of pain points. Yeah, and and you know what? As an operator in this market, you have to look at every edge, any edge you can get. What if there was a report that showed what other restaurants were paying for labor? Can't exist. Who has that? No, there is. There is, Jimmy. Our work, our work has a report. It's called QSR Wage Report. It's free. It features data. Jimmy, data or data? Um, you're from Jersey. You're a, da- you're a data guy. I'm a data guy. Yeah, Jersey, it's data. data. I'm data. New York City, data. 100,000 quick service jobs in over 900 zip codes. Jimmy, it's a lot of zip it's codes. a lot of zip codes. Do you know, this, do you know the Empire State Building has its own zip code? I did not know. I just know that. I knew that yesterday. I found that out. So our work's easy-to-use software can double applicant flow and increase retention by 30%. Big number. That's a big number. In an industry that's challenged by labor and challenged by retention, that's a big number. Our work serves nearly 8,000 restaurants across brands like Jimmy. McDonald's uses our work. M- M- Domino's Pizza I've uses heard of those guys. Booyah Burger is going to be using them. That's a great burger. Once they're done listening to this incredible uh, spot. So listen, get your report. Jimmy, here's what you do. You go to QSRWages.com, okay? With the code podcast. Use the code podcast. Uh, QSRWages.com. Use the code podcast, podcast to get your free gift. QSRWages.com, and this is all brought to you by our work. I mean, they are doing good things. Legit. They are doing good things. All right, listen, Jimmy, that is that is my uh, my shameless spot for this episode. Not shameless, I have to tell you. You're giving a gift to the industry, Shatsy. Thank you. Give it Thank a gift. You. You're a giver, Shatsy. 
Well, I'm just going to give her. You're a giver. All right. Thank you very much, and thanks to our works. All right, let's let's get into it. We are very excited for today's episode. Joining us is our friend Doug Wilmarth, president of Muya Burgers, Fries, and Shakes. This is going to be a good one. All right. But before we jump into Doug, and he's kind of like, when do I get to participate in this podcast? But before we bring Doug in, we you know our uh, podcasts are released on Tuesdays. We do uh, this week. It's Trivia Tuesday, not to be confused ever with a Taco Tuesdays. But we're going to play our game, Two Truths and a Lie. We're going to tell you three facts about our friend Doug. Two are true. One is a one's fake. I don't want to lie, but one's not true. Okay? And the game is, you got to listen to the episode to find out which, which of the two truths and a lie. All right, three facts coming. Fact one, Doug once sang the national anthem at a Monday night football game. Oh, wait, I don't believe that. It's on my bucket list. Jimmy, I gotta Fact tell two. you that 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 would be a definitely a Monday night game I'd like yes. to miss. <laughs> Fact two, Doug was a contestant on the reality show The Amazing Race, and Chess, I gotta tell you, you and your wife Jillian, I think are the biggest fans of all all reality shows. I like that one. Amazing Race is a good one, and I could tell you I could never do that, so I question that Doug could do it. Fact three, Doug is globally ranked Ironman All World athlete in his age group. Okay, so again, in recap, fact one, national anthem, Monday Night Football, fact two, contestant, amazing race, fact three, global right, I, 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 got, I, I, I already know. I already know. know. Yeah, well, I, already Shats, know. I have to tell you, you actually are very good at this game. Because I can I see, I see Doug, and I can tell, I, I can just look and see, I know what he did and didn't do. I right. know, yeah. All right, so people, stick around to the end of the episode, and, we're gonna, and we'll, have, we'll let you guess, and we'll have Doug tell us the truth, and which one's the lie. All right, stick around. All right, here we go. Doug, you, you've been patient with us. You let us do our, our, our banter. We now want to bring you into the podcast. We'll let you take the lead. Please give an introduction on yourself and, of course, your amazing, amazing restaurant company, Muya Burger. Yeah, hey, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having me here. I appreciate that. So I am the president of Muya. I've been here just over a year and a half, and um, I love working for Muya. i got to tell you guys, I've been in the restaurant business a long time. And, I just uh, like saying Muya. Muya, right? And I think that's really how we got our name. But really what Muya is about is just having great tasting cheeseburgers. And we like to say it's the best tasting cheeseburger you ever put in your mouth. And, and you know, there's really a couple of reasons why that's the case, guys. But one is, you know, it's just, you know, this from being in the restaurant industry, you start with great ingredients, you're going to get a great product. Uh, but we still do things, you know, the hard way. We handcraft, we hand smash. You know, our, our fry program takes 24 hours. We cut from hand, we double fry. And then, you know, we make our, all our shakes are made from um, from scratch. And so when, when you make things, um, you know, kind of the old handcrafted way, they tend to taste better. And, and really the, the big secret sauce for us is customization. So we've got um, a ton of different protein options, toppings, we make our toppings from scratch, lots of different sauces, cheese choices, and we, we let you pick, right? And so, you know, you can create your own burger, whatever way you want, you want three patties, go for it. You want an iceburger because, you know, you're, you know, eating keto. We can do that. Um, we just have like an amazing set of options. So we think if you use can the I best do ingredients a in just lettuce with no bun, I hear that's very popular. Uh, you know, you can, uh, we yeah, call that you, a salad, you but you know, you like could it, do that. I think a lot of people like that. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you. you know, uh, lettuce burgers are actually really, really popular, especially with see, people Jimmy? that are trying to go. Oh, Thank okay. you, Doug. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because anyway, listen, Doug, thanks so much, because we're going to take a deeper dive into all things Muya. But before of we course, do it, of course. before we do it, I like to really try and get to know who who is Doug Wilmarth? What makes Doug tick? I mean, you spent nine years as a Navy pilot. 
probably F-16s, F-18 Hornets or something crazy, maybe Tomcats. I don't know. You're doing something crazy. I yeah, he just exhausted his, like, watching uh, – uh, Top Gun. Uh, yeah, that's it. That was Top Gun right Matt there. Maverick. He just watched it like six times in a row. So okay. Yeah, well, yeah. 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 Probably in like yeah. something crazy like that. Yeah. You know, you got your MBA in finance, much like, hey, Jimmy was Mr. Finance. He got his uh, MBA over Columbia in finance. Uh, and, and you hung up your finance hat for hospitality, which is, again, very much like Jimbo. You and Jimmy have a lot in common. Um, not, and not that, that Navy stuff. No, not the Navy <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy, he watched Maverick and he loved it. He loved Maverick, the movie. Um, and you also worked at incredible brands. I mean, Frito-Lay, Chili's, Pizza Hut, before joining Muya. So you've got a lot to share with us about how you ended up here. Uh, uh, g- give me 1974, 75. Let's start there. Talk to me. Wow. Yeah, well, yeah, it started off with, um, I had kind of two things that I loved in life, right? One was I wanted to be a leader. And the second thing is I loved airplanes. I didn't want to fly. And so, you know, that's how you end up in the Navy. And that was a, a great first job. I enjoyed um, serving our country. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, I started, you know, being a dad and wanted to transition into, you know, more business leadership. And so that's what led me to get an MBA. Um, and on the way out, I just kind of fell in love with the marketing discipline and ended up in brand with Kraft Foods and spent, you know, about 10 years in packaged goods, um, you know, running running small businesses for packaged goods companies, uh, you know, Oscar Mayer, Bologna, Klaus and Pickles, you know, worked over on the Frito-Lay innovation side. And then I found restaurants and I just fell in love. Uh, I love the restaurant business. Uh, you know, it's, it's an unbelievable space to be in a place where you get to help people, you know, connect and gather over food. And this has been happening for thousands of years. Uh, and what's great about being in a franchise business is that, you know, we're helping people become entrepreneurs. Um, and that's really what America's all about. So, you know, this is is really core about who we are as a nation. And I, and I just love being part of it. So, you know, I ended up uh, kind of coming to the president's Do I have to through queue marketing. up the Star Spangled Banner? Like, right I think yeah. you blew I mean, me. I don't even have that queued up. I didn't know which Doug was going to go with that. That was gold. That was well, gold. I mean, are you kidding me? Gold. I mean, I'm to be American. Snippet. Oh my yes. good God! I want to yeah. salute the flag. Right it's not like, no, like I'm joking around, but I'm totally I'm serious. That was awesome, We're, uh, Doug. To your point, we as an industry are the second largest employer in the country, and yeah. and you're right. We we are as diverse an industry uh, in terms of the people that comprise of it, and giving everyone. I mean, their first job, their first. I mean, my yeah, first job. Yeah. I babysitting when I was in my building, but but my first job was as a, as a freaking bus boy. I walked in off the street. I was underage. I said, "Can I work for you?" They're like, "How old are you?" I'm like, "This." Like, I could bus tables. Yeah, I'm like, I know yeah. bus tables. That's but how many of us, Jimmy? How many of us started our first job was in the restaurant business? It's such a great. It's it yeah. is such great training. Making bagels, baby. What? Making cleaning the kitchen where they made bagels. <laughs> I, I, I actually, again, and you, and you, uh, you, you served the country and, and, and obviously and had a passion for it and thank you for it. I, I, I know we're a country that obviously doesn't have a draft and I feel to a certain extent, and I'm not, uh, you know, these are, these are not equivalent. I actually think everybody should cut their teeth and, and, and work in the hospitality industry because I think it would, it's something that if everyone worked a little bit in it, I think we'd all, it would all be a better experience. I, I think the guests would have a far better, I don't say you have to stick with it, you have to, I'm not saying you have to make a career out of it, but I'm very passionate that I think if more people actually experience what you did, Doug, and what Chats and I did, I actually think the industry and the world would be a better place. How about that? It, it would. It not, would. As good as, not as good as Doug's comments. No, but, 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 but Doug chucks a couple boxes. Jimmy, you always yeah. say people, military. Military. 
Hospitality. Hospitality. Sports. Sports. Team sports. Team sports. Team sports. And there was one other thing? Oh, I love first-generation college. First-generation college. My four, those are my four little checkpoints. If I see those, or at least one or more than one, it doesn't guarantee success. But when I see somebody that checks those boxes, I definitely lean into them. Doug, listen, I want to jump in. I appreciate what you're sharing. I usually don't get the breaking news section because uh, Shati A loves it, and our producers worked with Shati for like a dozen years, so I respect that he usually gets the uh, the Julie favors me. Well, I mean, you said it, I didn't. I just agree with it. But anyway, that's okay. But I now get to do some breaking news, and I actually love this breaking news. Muya just announced a new franchise owner incentive program to help drive drive growth of Muya where franchise owners who sign an agreement and lease in 2023 will receive three years of royalty relief and additional corporate support for a strong launch. First of all, I love that. I, I love it for so many reasons, but since I've got you here and you're the president, I'm gonna let you talk about it. Can you share about the who, what, where, why behind really what I think is a special program? Yeah, thanks, Jimmy. We, you know, we were just talking about this, right? You know, how, how um, the service industry, really, if you think about, you know, where I was uh, serving in the military, I think everybody should start serving somebody, right? And we'd be a better country for that. And when we really believe strongly that, you know, not only is this uh, the industry where you get your first job, but where else can you start as a dishwasher and grow up to be the owner or the president of the company, right? You know, my first job, I was a busboy, right? And so if you think about this, that's what this is really all about. Um, especially if you think about franchise ownership. So many of our franchisees are stepping into ownership for the first time. They're looking to transform their family tree. They're, they're really you know, looking to, to live the American dream. And so part of what we're doing, this franchise incentive is enabling people to do that, right? So we're partnering with them to make sure they get a successful start, um, especially a successful start in Muya. So you know, one of the big barriers is, you know, hey, the first couple of years, you gotta build your uh, business, you've got to get out there and, and it, you know, it doesn't always start strong. So we're stepping in with people and say, hey, we're going to put some skin in the game and we're going to work with you over a three year period to make sure you start profitably, that you're able to make this transition. And, and the part of the program I love the best is we're going to come in and match your marketing investment because we think um, it's really important to start strong and, and start with a great customer base. So, you know, that's really our attempt to really help, you know, get people into this business that we all love. I love I it. Just want, I, I, I apologize. I'm you don't clearly, apologize, I'm clearly too caffeinated, or maybe I enjoyed a little King <laughs> Me uh, earlier than I, I said. I, I really didn't. But but I just want to comment, because, um, again, I really did love this program you're doing. When the pandemic came crashing down on our, our shores, I mean, it really it crippled so many industries and certainly hit ours very hard. Yeah. I think yeah. one of the things I, I got you know, particularly, let's say, um, emotional or sensitive about is I thought about all the first-time franchisees. I thought about all the first-timers who were really taking a leap and trying to have that critical change point of their of the, for their lives, for their families. And, at, and for those caught on the wrong side of that, of that issue, and they got, they got crushed. I mean, they just cratered. And, um, and I really kind of, and as nasty as that was, and, and it's, it's so hard to recover from it, what, I, what struck me about the program you guys have launched is that it seems to be the polar opposite. And by that, I mean is now inviting people to take this chance. And that, again, I'm harping on it. I'm highlighting it because, again, I said at the top of the show, I thought it was a great, I think we have a great I feel very sentimental today. I love it. I got to tell you, this was my favorite part when I read yeah. what, what, what Muya's doing. You guys I can't see it, but there's a little tear coming down Jimbo's eye right now. I, I cry at Hallmark commercials. Yeah, no, he's, and by the way, he's got tickets for Barry Manilow's coming to the city like in a couple weeks. You say that like it's my first time I'm going. <laughs> I thought it was. I'm a fan of <laughs> 
I'm oh, a fan okay. of them. Okay. Well, listen, I got to tell you, Jimmy, we gave you breaking news, but I yes, know. Julie does favor me because guess who's got more breaking news? Yeah, more know. breaking news coming right here live from the hospitality hangout. Justin, Muya relaunched its rewards app. It's rolling out a full new loyalty framework with improved ordering experience. Boom. Boom is correct, and let me tell you, Doug, can you give us a little bit about this? I don't have the press release here. I figured I would have you, you got be the, the press you release. Got the source. Tell us about release? this new loyalty. Exactly. Tell us about this. You guys know the way technology goes is you have to continue to invest. Um, and, you know, we're, we're probably on generation four or five of online order technology. So, you know, in the, the fall of last year, we updated kind of the mobile and desktop experience. We're following up with updating our native app, and that is really about how do we make the experience easier and faster for people. You know, we have a somewhat complicated ordering mechanism if you go into the Create Your Own, and so we want to make that very visual, very intuitive, and have it just work faster. And so that's partly, you know, the, the point behind the app, and of course, is we're doing the loyalty program. We're making a shift from more of a dollars-based uh, program to a food-based program, because one of the things I think that we found is people love getting free food. Um, and uh, you know, that's what they love about us. And so that's you know where we can lean in and, and give them more options. So free food, better ordering, what's not to love? I, I love it. And so, so in, your new, in your new system, you can create your own burger. Yeah, no, you've always been able to, but you know, in fact- Right, right. I know, but, I mean, yeah. but now- You paid attention. No, but no, I mean, that was in store, but I mean, that's, that could be very complicated on an app to create your own, because the modifiers yeah. could be like, Unbelievably complex. You've seen the stuff on TikTok over at Starbucks that people are doing. The, the, the dupe is like this long, and, 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 and it throws everything off, off kilter. By the way, all our non-operator listeners are like, you did modifiers, you did dupes. You're like confusing everybody now. But you know what I'm talking right? I mean, and they get yeah, the details like this knows, You know what I'm well, saying. Like, it can yeah. get very complex. Yeah. My brother just hung up. He's out. He's gone. He and, and you guys know that the art of this is is taking that complicated back of the house. How are we going to make that get done and make it super easy for people? And that's what the technology is all about. Yeah, I know you can always make your own burger, but I'm just talking about the, the app now. Oh, man. Oh, okay. crowd, Doug. It I, I, I'll say the following. A little, little, little uh, chipping into all technologists out there that are trying to come up with ideas for operators like Doug and Muya Burger. Let me tell you, even us, discounting, we hate discounting, okay? Yeah, yeah. Loyalty, rewarding our loyal customers, we love that like the day is long. Okay, if you can come up with the elegant solutions where we can actually reward our loyal customers, as Doug just said, with free food and free stuff and extra stuff, we love it. Telling us you're gonna get us a discount and force it that that's I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, talk to the hand because the uh, the face ain't listening. All right, listen, keeping with the uh, the topic of the tech stack. Yeah. All right, we often talk about how many restaurant brands in the market, and there are quite a few that actually consider themselves tech companies that serve food. And, and Doug, when you're doing your intro and you're talking about the uniqueness of the of Muya Burger, everything you said is what we believe in. You didn't talk about speed. You didn't talk about, you know, how tech is going to make your burger taste better. It was all about what makes the food and the experience best. And that's, so we have a bunch of restaurant companies that position themselves as tech companies. We've debated whether Domino's and Sweet Greens are such, but at the end of the day, if it's going to touch hospitality, you're, you got to be a good restaurant first. But not all brands, you know, have the money to take the risk or invest in tech. Some restaurants have to adopt a slow roll. So my question to you, where do you fall in the tech pendulum? 
Yeah, so we try to be tech forward, but we're not going to be innovators. And by that, I mean, we want to be fast followers of proven ROI solutions. And to your point, we're, we, you know, we're all about the food. It's about food quality. It's about the food experience. It's about our customers enjoying the food, whether they're doing it in our restaurant or off premise. We want that food to be awesome. That's why you come to us. And the technology is just an enabler. So people that get that flipped yes. and they think the technology is primary, I think they're missing the point of the hospitality industry. I love it. I love it. I got to tell you, it's it's important because you know what? You just always have to stay up with the tech. You don't just have to be yes. the innovator. Yeah. Just see what's in the market, see what they're doing, and make sure that you're, you know, following suit and competing yes. and make sure tech you're giving enabled, the best in class. Tech enabled, but it ain't, it, that's not just about the speed yeah. and the tech. No, it's got to it's it's got to be good food. Hey, listen, for all you listeners out there, you know that for me, Shatsy, I'd have nothing to say if it wasn't for Seinfeld. I mean, <laughs> Seinfeld, Mel Brooks, if those two people didn't exist, then I really probably would just sit and hey, just ponder. Everybody email Shatsy, ask him to send you the great picture he and his family have with Mel. Because I yeah, definitely don't, 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 don't go there. But anyway, Kenny Banya is a, uh, a Banya moment. I mean, everybody knows Kenny. It's gold, Jerry. It's gold. I mean, it, it's so the tagline and the claim to fame at Muya is they serve the very best cheeseburger in America. It's the best, Jimmy. I tell you, the best, it's Jerry. The best. It's the best, Jerry. It's the best. Can you share more about the extra efforts you take to ensure you live up to this product positioning as the best cheeseburger in America. That's no easy task. Yeah, look, and there's a little puffery in that. And, you know, we believe we're the best. I think there's a lot of people that believe they serve great burgers and we have a great Jimmy and I believe you're the best. Yeah, well, thank you. We do too. Yes. But, you know, I, I, I already kind of rolled the tape on this a little bit. In terms Until of next quality. week, we've got uh, the CEO of Shake Shack on it and, <laughs> and that'll be the best. Shake Shack? What? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, He'd never look, do this show. <laughs> you know, I, I think that, you know, it's a couple of things, right? And we talked about this. The, the best cheeseburger in the world is personal, right? That's personal to you. And so, you know, if, if you're not doing the customization part, right, that we're allowing you to make it exactly the way you want to, even if you have a dietary restriction, even if you want to make it different each time, what's best is what you're in the mood for at that time. And so, yeah, we got the great quality ingredients and we've got the great handcrafted process. What makes it special is it's made for you. It's made special the way you wanted it that day, right? And so that's that's where I camp out. And then, you know what, our, our fries and our shakes, they're like Batman and Robin, right? You know, like you, you, they're the wingman if you want to pull my uh, military analogy here, and you can't, you know, nice. have a great cheeseburger experience without an amazing shake and and some great fries. So, you know, we talk about this as like, you know, uh, it's a mouthful of awesome. There you go. Yeah, you shouldn't have given him the sound. Made shots. He's so happy. Yeah, You're yeah, so yeah. Happy. All right, all right. I'm gonna say he didn't have. He didn't How about have I had, had the Star Spangled Banner? I had Batman <laughs> queued up. <laughs> Doug, yeah. Doug, they, you guys don't know that you and I spoke yesterday and said he was going to do a Batman reference, so I, I had it not. all queued up and ready for not. action. Yeah. Oh, come on, Doug. Go along with it, man. Yeah. I, I joked earlier. I said the best thousand dollars that Chatsy feels Brandon has ever spent is in the sound machine. Oh, <laughs> I love is. this thing. By the way, I'm not allowed to touch the sound no, machine. No, Jimmy can't go near the even, sound machine. I can't machine. even touch oh, it. Oh, no. All right, listen. That's me. Listen, we all know that some trends, yeah, look, as yeah. always, trends come and go. Send send, some trends get hyped. Others sneak under the radar. Uh, but if there's one thing that remains true... Um, things tend to move in a predictable cycle or the ebbs and the flows. So, so Doug, in your opinion, <laughs> what's hot on the burner at the moment and what trends, sticking with the restaurant theme, are heading to the freezer? 
Yeah. Oh wow, that's a lot. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot of tongue in cheek there. That's a lot of tongue in cheek. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Which, think, which, trend, which trends do you think still matter, and which ones, let's face it, are crap? Yeah. Look, uh, you know, I back to my my emphasis on the food. I think always new kind of culinary explorations and ingredients are always going to be in style, right? I think that's always it's gotta great. be good, man. It's got to be good food. Yeah, yes. yeah. So we've got like a hot bacon jam out there. It's freaking awesome right now, and we, we do that. We we introduce. Great new burgers. We do it about every couple of months just, you know, to give people something new to try. And I think that trend is always going to stay there. Um, another one that, I, you know, I think is here to stay. I don't know how it's going to stay. But, you know, from a technology standpoint, AI is going to impact our industry. Um, and exactly how, um, you know, I, I think is. Is, is, not, uh, is not really well understood. But that's one definitely to watch. We're definitely watching it. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm not going to be you know, with Google and, and the first out, but we're, we're paying attention to that. Cause you know, we always want to be, you know, towards the cutting edge on technology, you know, on the freezer yep. side of things, I think anything, uh, you know, ghost anything, right. I think coming out of uh, COVID, everyone was like, we're going to be virtual brands and no one's ever going to want to go in a restaurant again. And, and you can have a ghost. And you're going to go into the metaverse and you're going to be in a McDonald's in the metaverse. Yeah. And what did that mean? And I, I just mean? think, you know, the, uh, the reports of the death of dining have been greatly exaggerated. And I think people are always going to want to get people together and to go out and eat. Yeah. Yep. And, and enjoy a great meal across from somebody that, you know, is special to you. And I think that's, you know, so Even much about what our not business special. Is. Yeah. Or <laughs> just somebody you just met. What <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like Thanksgiving, for example. A lot yeah. of times you're at Thanksgiving and there's nobody special there, but you're forced to sit there for four hours. Yeah, and, and you know, happens. getting getting soggy fries delivered to you so you don't have to get out of your armchair while you're gaming is not quality life, right? No way, man. You get a better experience when you go to the restaurant. Yeah. I, yeah. I totally yeah. agree. But listen, you know, on a rainy day or a snowy day, you know, something like that, it is great to get it delivered. But I, I agree 100%. Yeah, I think that was always, Doug, our issue um, in the virtual or rather in the, in the techie space is that they were they were somewhat suggesting that it, the food and the quality and the consistency didn't matter. And I think at the end of the day, we, we kind of felt we knew who was going to do well in the virtual space. It's the folks that had success in the brick and mortar space and running a very high quality, you know, delivering value to their guests. If they could do that well in store, they had the best chance at least yeah. of doing it yeah. um, in off-prem. But at the end of the day, you think about your menu, it's always going to be better in the store. It's always going to be better on-prem. I remember speaking to somebody and they said to me, they're like, as long as it gets there fast, yes. no one cares. I remember, I had to stand I'm in between. Like, what? what do you mean? It doesn't. you going to punch the guy. Yeah, man. What do you mean? He was a lot bigger than you. He goes, it's just, it's just <laughs> as long as it gets there fast, they fast. don't care. I'm like, yes. what? Yes. Crappy food fast? Yes. No, no. I'd rather yeah. take it an hour and be delicious. I had to stand in. I, I had to get in between that one. I thought that was going to go the wrong way. Going to go ugly. Okay, listen. Let's do our little talking back. Shats and I obviously enjoy talking to people. You can see we're passionate about what we do. But we learned along the way that sometimes our guests, I'm laughing about the music you're playing, but I learned along the way that sometimes our guests have a question for us. So, Doug, talking back, the microphone's yours. Nothing's off the table. Doug, we're listening. Well, hi, guys. Um, well, I, I want to continue that conversation on um, automation, right? It's particularly if we're talking about AI or robotics and that music is ridiculous, Shatsy. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but the question is... It's the question music. Yeah, but the, que the question really is, you know, and, and this is something I think is uh, it should be something our, our industry is talking about is where is the balance between, you know, technology and hospitality, 
right? So as we as we get to points now where the technology is going to be able to take the order, a robot's going to be able to deliver your food, you know, at what point are we in the hospitality business, which is people to people, and, and where's the balance? Where do you guys think it's going to end up? It's a great question. No, it is a great question. I just think that, like, we talk about it all the time, and I think... Um, I think sometimes I think about the, like with efficiencies and automation, I think that you're being able to redeploy some folks that maybe they were doing a mundane task that was repeatable, that maybe something a, a robotic or automation can handle. And I could redeploy um, that person. Uh, Jimmy, we always talk about ambassadors or yeah, something yeah. like that, where, where they're touching tables, they're interacting with guests, they're finding really talking to the guests and finding out what they like, what they don't like, what's happening. And, 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 and I think that's something that can never go away no matter what. So even if you have automation and somebody making food or robots doing that, you still need that guest interaction. So if the kiosks are where we do the ordering, then maybe someone is walking around the restaurant interacting with you while you're at the kiosk or, or while you're sitting down and ordering your food on your way out. Cause you need a hello, you need a goodbye, you need a thank you, you, you know, you need that. And I think that can never go away. Shatz, I think that was a great answer. And um, you're going to improve on it, though. Oh, I'm absolutely going to. I knew you would. I'm not just going to improve on it. I'm going to crush it. But yeah, no, crush it. it was go. a great answer. Go, go. But, but Doug, to your point, um, we actually believe hospitality is just that. It is that connection with humans. But I think so much of our industry is, is inefficient with how we use human capital. And to a certain extent, I think when done the right well, way. Look at the ordering the beverage. Exactly. I mean, when you think about it in a full-serve restaurant, Ordering a beverage is almost a three-person job. You tell your server, uh, I want a Pepsi. Um, Holy cow, Joe. Anyway, I, um, and, and then the person, the, the server puts it in the POS. A ticket comes out behind the bar. The bartender pours the Pepsi. Someone brings it to you. I mean, three labor for, for serving a, a delicious, wonderful, refreshing Pepsi? That's crazy. But my point is, I think that when tech is leveraged correctly by an operator, it actually is going to improve the guest experience and the, and the job satisfaction because we're going to take certain tasks. I think about the kiosk and a quick serve cashier. Instead of the uh, speaking to the person putting the order in and, and the old expression, you want fries with that, you have the opportunity to know your guests, leverage AI, actually pair things with images and, 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 and really guest you know, personalization. And meanwhile, you can have that in guest ambassador, that guest enjoyment person running around that, that, that was kiosk, ensuring greetings and smiles. You, you have self-pouring self beverage solutions. Now you've got servers who are acting as ambassadors. So I think there's certain tasks. I don't want to you know, equate it to toll booths because that's horrific of me, but think about, are we, are we actually waiting on lines to pay toll booth collectors money? Or are we zipping through using an easy pass like we do in New York City. There are certain tasks that are meant to be outsourced to tech and leverage and then have human capital play the bigger role for Muya and others, which is really make sure that guest is having a wonderful experience in your on-premise. I think that's to me where tech is going to shine. And look, we're seeing it. So that, that's my that's my opinion. No, you know, you're, my answer was not better. I no, no, it's, it's just it's, it, it is just fantastic because I think that yeah. we've proven that you know, with knowing uh, guest behavior, now when Jimmy comes in to order at Muya Burger, may, they understand his ordering habits and they may suggest something yeah. that they think that he hasn't tried and he would like, and that's really cool. And that's what are the really chances cool. of every cashier knowing what Jimmy likes on the burger? It's impossible. Whereas if I come in and I log in my loyalty number or the face recognition, and they say, oh, it's Jimmy. We know he wants triple patties, triple cheese, and, <laughs> and, 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 and stick an extra four stick an extra bun in the middle. Like, Jimmy, is this for your family? No, this is for me. My family is... Uh, <laughs> we know it. We know what Jimmy likes. Jimmy's sweet on the Muya burger. Yeah, but I but I, I agree with you, Jimmy. And that I mean, Doug, that's where that's that 
that's the way I think. It's going to be a slow process before you see, I mean, you're not going to just have robots running around restaurants or, or rolling around restaurants or whatever it is. But anyway, it's exciting. We're in an exciting time and certainly in the early innings. And it's certainly great that the hospitality industry is embracing uh, some of this tech innovation and change because it will help improve the industry. But listen, we got a very big segment right now. It's, it's one of the most incredible segments and ever. Who does it belong to? And it belongs to me. Yeah, and it is called it? the Food Service Feud. Doug, are you ready for a little uh, Food Service Feud? All right, this is the celebrity edition, okay? And let me tell you, it's no secret that many, many, many famous people all over the world got their start in this incredible industry that, that we love. So many bartenders, so many servers. Yeah. They, they become actors. I yes. mean, they were actors, and they become big celebrities, big, big stars. Big stars. So right now, we asked on LinkedIn, every Tuesday we do a poll, and we asked, I don't know, it was something like 100 trillion people. It was something like that. It was a big number. It was a lot of zeros, Jimmy. I don't know leave the, the number, exact number. Leave the numbers to me. But it was okay. a lot of people. A lot of people. And it was real people. Jimmy. It was real people. These were real people on no, Earth. No chat GBT. Real, real So I want you to get your people. imaginary buzzer, Doug. Jimmy, imaginary buzzer, and I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to answer the right answer, okay? I'm going to give you the choices, okay? Which Texas-born celebrity worked at a local Dairy Queen in Katy, Texas? Love DQ. Before starting a career in acting? Is it Eva Longoria, Patrick Swayze, Woody Harrelson, or Renee Zellweger? Ding. Ding. Oh, Jimmy? I love them all, but I'm going Woody. Woody Howes. Eh, that is wrong. Doug, care to guess? Uh, I'm going to go Patrick Swayze. A good guess also, but no, I'm sorry. It is our beloved Renee Zellweger. Renee. Yes, she always has a very charming Texas accent, if you listen very clear, very carefully. Uh, so it is Renee Zellweger, worked at Dairy Queen in Katy, Texas uh, in 1997. Hey, Shatsy, uh, I'm sorry to do this to you, but... Dairy Queen, we love you so. Whether we eat there or it's to go, your brazer burgers, well, none of that stuff. I like them better than a knish. You are the keeper of my belly. You are an autonomic deli. My queen for you, I'd gladly die for jumping in an Eskimo pie. Dairy Queen, we love you so. There you go. Dairy Queen theme song from Brant Lake Camp, baby. Not theme song, Brant Lake Camp song. I love it, Jimbo. I love it. Anytime we talk about Dairy Queen, I got to tell you. DQ. Um, I got to tell you something. Listen, you know what? I got to tell you. Do you think Renee used our work to get her job or sure. Dairy Queen used our work? Imagine, imagine what would have happened. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's unbelievable. So all I got to say is the moral of the story here is ourwork.com. I still to get royalties on that. Yeah, yeah. No, Dairy Queen is a big customer, big customer of Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen's a big customer of Dairy Queen. Oh, I, 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 Dairy Queen's a big customer of our work. Even, I don't know if they are, but they should be. Even better. DQ, speak to our work. Make that happen. Okay, listen, at the top of the show, remember, we gave you two truths and a lie, okay? We, I gave you three facts about our friend Doug. Two are true. One is false. Just a quick reminder. Chatsy, I'm going to come to you next. Doug once sang the national anthem of the Monday Night Football game. Doug was a contestant on the reality show, The Amazing Race. And Doug is a globally ranked iron all-world athlete in his age group. Chatsy, you're, I think you're undefeated in this game. Yeah, well, I got to tell you, just looking at Doug, the guy's a monster, okay? The guy looks like he could crush it, okay? Yes. So I'm going to tell you right now. I think that he was on The Amazing Race. And I think he was an Ironman. I don't think he ever sang the national anthem Monday Night Football game because 
I just don't think he did. I don't think. I got to tell they, you. They, they, they get, like, singers and stuff for that. Like, you know. I'm, I'm going to agree with you, Shats, A, because that's my impression. But, I mean, he was in the Navy, that's so I can impression. see, like, and B, was he part of, like, a yeah. Navy band? Maybe. Like, a right, Navy I'm, I'm agreeing with you because it's safe to agree with you because I'm not undefeated in this contest. Yes, I'm going to say Doug is just, he's running all over the country. He's, he's Amazing just, race. He's swimming. He's just, he is an Iron Man. All right. Let's go to the, let's go to the source. Doug. Sometimes I love to travel. Like travel is one of my favorite things to do, but I have never been on the Amazing Race. Oh, that means what? he has sung the national anthem at a Monday Night Football game. Can you yeah. care to yeah. sing a few bars right now? <laughs> no, how about just wait to do I, I am not, but but you guys nailed it. I was a member of the Naval Aviation Choir. Uh, and oh, uh, you see, that's what I said. That's yeah. where you kind of mess this up a little bit. So it wasn't yeah. really you by yourself. Didn't say, you know, no, okay. but yeah, so same so, national anthem. Monday Night Football, San Diego, California, right? So military appreciation, and uh, they rolled the Naval Aviation Choir out, and we sang. Well, I gotta tell you, that's cool, but talk to me about Iron Man. I mean, seriously, when did you do this? Yeah, you know, I actually got in. I've, I've always been an endurance athlete. I've run marathons for for many years, and I got into you know Ironman when we hit the uh, pandemic. It was something to do, right? Yeah, but can you, for our listeners, can you just can you just tell everybody what constitutes what makes up yes. an Ironman? It's big. Yeah, you know, Ironman uh, is a triathlon. So triathlon's a, a discipline of exercise where you start swimming, you bike for a while, and then you run. Well, how, right? how much yeah. do you swim? Yeah, so you know, a, a full Ironman is a 2.4 mile swim, typically in ocean, open water, um, and then it's followed yeah. up by a, you know 112 mile bike ride and then a marathon. 112 miles, Jimmy. And then after you get off a bike after 112 miles, by the way, go run a marathon. Go run a marathon. Yeah, go yeah. run a marathon. Oh, no, like, uh, it, it's it's uh, it's good for you. Get out there. You guys should try it. And then and then just for our listeners that don't know, uh, you you ate Muya burgers before this, right? And oh, that's yeah. what gave you the energy to do it. Yeah, look, you know, if you're going to go out and you're going to spend eight hours exercising, you need a couple patties, a few slices yes. of cheese. Like, you need to load it up, right? And there's protein. That's awesome. <laughs> did you keep that? While you were swimming, <laughs> did you have the Muya burgers in a bag and you could take it out when you got you know, out? You know, I got, it's what would be awesome is in transition, right? If I had, like, yes. I'm stuffing fries and a shake, that yes. would be... That would be awesome. I have not tried that yet, guys. I'll, I'll give that a shot just for you. I just want to share. It's been a little while, but but our producer and our friend and partner, Julie and I, both were banging out New York City Olympic distance triathlons, to be clear. Yeah, that's a mile yeah, swim. Yeah. That's a 25-bike, and that's a, uh, a 10K run. Legit. So it's, it's, it's a legit, fraction. Yeah. It's a little years ago, and I have to tell you, I don't think I've ever enjoyed a pitcher of beer and a burger of fries more <laughs> than after complete. Like, it was magic. To have yeah. that meal after you just said eight hours, mine was about three hours of working out, and then I got that. And I gotta tell you, it's one of the greatest things. I look forward to getting back to that. Got about, got about, yeah. uh, I got a little work to do. Yeah, I'm exhausted listening yeah. to that. All right, listen, Doug's got to go back and and start opening up more stores and making sure that everything's great. So before we go, before, before we, we go, go is there anything let's left? do. Yeah, no, there's the brand the quick fire. According to Nielsen reports, it is the highest rated part of any podcast in the entire world the branded quickfire with over 10 trillion listeners that just tune in just for this Doug, the numbers to me chef yeah okay just doug are you ready five light air on questions i'm ready too hard. i'm ready okay i'm ready okay favorite burger topping chance laced avocado where are you getting dinner from tonight 
I'm cooking. <laughs> Our daughter's coming up for dinner. Nice. Uh, I love to cook, so yeah, we're cooking tonight. Nice. Where is your favorite food city in the world? It's got to be Paris. Hands down, Paris. Agreed. Favorite place to travel? You know, uh, my wife and I love Italy. Love, uh, you know, Tuscany, that area. I got to tell you, man, you're killing it. Paris, Italy, you're killing it right now. You're killing it. We love Italy, yeah. All right, here's this is is where things get a little ugly sometimes. (laughs) If you were to challenge Jimmy (laughs) or I to an old school game of mousetrap, mousetrap, what are your better odds of beating? Mousetrap. I'm going to stay silent. I feel like giving Doug a little hint, but but I'm going to stay silent. Because I might say to Doug, one of us has a six-year-old, and one of us has mousetrap currently on the, the dining room uh, table, on, on the uh, coffee table. And one of us has three kids in college? Yeah. So I just want to be clear. Doug, you choose. Yeah, I don't know, guys. Right? You know, it's been a long time since I played mousetrap. I'm trying to think well, of mousetrap strategy here. Jimmy me. does have a six-year-old. Yes. I tell you what, uh, I'm going to take that I can be Chatsy only because I think he's going to get distracted about halfway through the game and not pay attention. By the way, way, there's a trend there, Jimmy. By the way, have you been talking to Chatsy's (laughs) wife? Literally, he gets distracted. There's a real trend there with my ADD, huh? Uh, I got to tell you, I don't don't know what I I must give away. But yes, I mean, uh, thank you. Uh, most, Most people do say they'll beat me. Yes. In everything. Not in everything, Chatsy. <laughs> You're wiry. You're wiry. Yeah. Okay. All right. Listen, Doug, we want to thank you so much uh, for joining us on the podcast, uh, sharing your great insights. Uh, for all the work you're doing uh, in the in this industry, we do love, and again, love the incentive program that you're offering to uh, to the new franchisees. I, I really do think that's awesome. Uh, for our listeners, uh, if you want to get in touch with uh, with Doug directly, you can email the podcast team uh, at podcast at brandedstrategic.com. We'd be happy to make the introduction. To our listeners, we want to thank you so much for tuning in. We know there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, and the fact that our subscriber base just continues to soar. We appreciate you, and every is doing for us here at Branded, and a special shout out to Our Work uh, for sponsoring this episode of the Hospital Day Hangout. And if you want to learn more about Our Work, please visit their website at ourwork.com. Chats, I got to tell you, this was a lot of fun. I knew it would be. And I got to tell you, thank, thank you, uh, Doug. And Doug, for all our listeners, how do we fu- how do we order a Muya Burger if I want some and some shakes? Where do I got to go to? Yeah, that Muya.com, Muyaburger.com. Yeah, you download the app from the App Store. That's what you do, Chatsy. Boom. Oh. You go to the Apple Store or the Android Store, yeah. and you get Muya app and start ordering your burgers and shakes and and go crazy, man, and make those like go create a really wacky burger so you can like put it on TikTok and everyone goes nuts. Man, look yeah. at the size of this dupe, man. I like it. I okay. like it. Hey, thank you so much. Yeah, go ahead. here's the hack, guys. Uh, we're, we're launching a new campfire burger in two weeks. All right, it's got like a uh, an amazing barbecue sauce, got chips on top of it. Get it with a s'more shake. That's the play. Oh, 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 that sounds like camp. That's yeah. I got to tell you, you're bringing up uh, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy went to K Sleepaway Camp and Dairy Queen was his jam. I went to Sleepaway <laughs> Camp. Friendlies was my jam. And now, so Muya Burger's our jam. Yeah, there you go. Muya Burger. We got the campfire burger. Berkshires. I don't think yeah. they're going to the Berkshires. All right, uh, Doug. Thank you so much. This is Jimmy Frishing, your finance guy, with appreciation to Doug. Uh, and passing it back to my boy Shatsy to close us out. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Hospitality Hangout. This is Shatsy, a.k.a. Restaurant Guy. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, everyone.